Hello everyone, happy holidays. This is a Christmas special English listening episode. So as usual, I will be speaking to you in natural English. That's just a bit easier to help you get used to English in a natural way. But because it's Christmas, I'm going to try and do an extra long episode um, because I have lots to say about Christmas. It's a big topic. Um, but yeah, as usual, I'll be speaking with no script. So hopefully I can think of lots of things to talk about. But I think I can because yeah, Christmas is a big deal. It's a very big uh, celebration in many Western countries and maybe some other countries too. Um, so I'm from the UK. Um, if you've been listening for a while, you'll know that. And in the UK, um, these days, most people are not Christian. So Christmas is uh, originally a Christmas holiday, uh, sorry, a Christian holiday. Um, so it comes from the Christian religion. Um, you know, it's the supposed to be the birth of Jesus. But uh, these days in the UK, many people like me um, are not Christian. So in my family, when I was younger, we celebrated Christmas with no mention of Jesus or God or any Christian thing. For me, when I was younger, Christmas was just this special family time with Santa Claus, <laughs> presents, um, yeah, really the biggest thing, spending time with the family and of course eating lots of special food. So perhaps it depends on the country. In more Christian countries like America, um, perhaps a lot of people still care about the Christian religion, uh, Christian tradition of Christmas and maybe in a lot of European countries um, in other European countries, but yeah, in the UK there are still some Christians who go to church on Christmas, but I think for most people uh, Christmas is just about presents, family and food. And of course uh, traditions like Christmas songs and Christmas movies and things like that. And those kind of things I wanted to talk a bit about today. So first thing that comes to my mind is Christmas music or Christmas songs because every year um, you know even here in Japan I live in Japan around this time we have to hear Mariah Carey you know this all I want for Christmas is you song and to be honest I don't like it I don't like this kind of music um, this kind of pop music that's, uh, I think, yeah, just sort of too over the top and kind of annoying. So yeah, every year I have to listen to this song. And I think there's quite a lot of, of course, there's a lot of people that like it, but I think there's also a lot of people like me who when it comes to this time of year and this like kind of Mariah Carey music is coming on again, like, oh no, <laughs> because usually with songs, uh, especially with pop songs, they're popular just for a short time and maybe you hear that song many times but then 
you know, after a month or two months, that song disappears. But Christmas songs keep coming back and coming back every year, every year, every year. Um, my favorite Christmas song is called The Christmas Song uh, by Nat King Cole. Um, it's the one that starts with chestnuts roasting on an open fire, this song. Um, and I like a lot of those kind of uh, older Christmas songs. Um, they're ones that are a bit more like like a slow jazz kind of style. Yeah, personally, I prefer those kind of relaxed Christmas songs. And I think they make a nice relaxed kind of Christmas atmosphere. Um, you know, they make me think of sitting by a fire, uh, drinking some hot chocolate, and kind of, uh, yeah, just feeling cozy. And cozy is a word we use a lot in English. Cozy means warm and comfortable. Well, warm when it's when it's cold outside and you're warm inside, that is cozy. So you can't be cozy in the summer. Like it doesn't make sense. We wouldn't say cozy in the summer, but in the winter, when you get home, get in bed, and you feel nice and warm and comfortable, we say, ah, oh, this is cozy. Um, so here in Japan, uh, I don't have a fireplace, but I have what's called a kotatsu table. If you're Japanese, you will already know what a kotatsu is. If you're not Japanese, then uh, yeah, let me explain. So a kotatsu table is uh, like a short kind of co coffee table height. It's the same height as a coffee table, but um, in like underneath the table, there is a heater. And then on above the heater, there is a big blanket. And then there is like the table top. Um, so it's really cozy <laughs> um, because you, when you put your legs underneath the table and you put the heater on, then the heat is kept under the blanket. Um, and it's, yeah, it's a very warm, cozy experience. So if you haven't been to Japan before, and if you visit in the winter, then yeah, please try using a katatsu table. It's very cozy. Um, yeah, for me, I think of, when I think of the cold, I think of Christmas. Um, so it was strange for me when I lived in Australia. Uh, maybe some of you live in Australia or New Zealand. Uh, maybe it's normal for you um, or anywhere in the Southern Hemisphere. So here in Japan, in Europe, in the United States, uh, Russia, uh, many countries are in the Northern Hemisphere, which is uh, above the equator. The equator is the middle of the Earth, and above that is the Northern Hemisphere. And it means this time of year, December, will be uh, winter. So Christmas will be cold. But I lived in New Zealand for one year, and I lived in Australia for one year. So I experienced Christmas in the summer, because that's the Southern Hemisphere. So December is uh, the summer. And it's very strange because I've, uh, I grew up in the UK. I spent my childhood feeling like, oh, it's getting cold. That means Christmas is coming soon. So when I lived in New Zealand and Australia around July, when it's cold, I was feeling like, oh, I feel Christmassy, <laughs> but it was nowhere close to Christmas. 
And then when December came, or even November, December, it's getting cold. Uh, sorry, it's getting hot in Australia and New Zealand. It's getting hot. Uh, it doesn't feel like Christmas is coming. So it's very strange. Yeah, maybe you've experienced this before. Um, if you're used to it, perhaps it's normal. So yeah, for New Zealanders and Australians, maybe it's normal. So for them, it feels Christmassy. But for me as a British person, yeah, it's hard to feel Christmassy. <laughs> so <laughs> Christmassy, that's like the adjective of Christmas. It's hard to feel Christmassy if it's hot. It's kind of strange for me. Yeah, uh, actually that's why today I'm wearing a hat. Um, well, the main reason is because I need to get a haircut. My hair looks very messy, so today I'm wearing a hat. But also I thought if I wear a warm looking hat, it might make you feel a bit more Christmassy. It might get, give the YouTube video a bit of a Christmassy feel <laughs> because I don't have a Santa hat. So this is the best I can do. And also today I've sat next to our kind of fake Christmas tree. Um, if you're listening to the podcast uh, version, you won't be able to see it. But if you're watching the YouTube video, you'll be able to see our poor attempt at a Christmas tree. So our failed attempt. Um, yeah, we didn't want to buy a Christmas tree because we just moved to Okinawa this year and uh, we didn't have a Christmas tree. And yeah, we already have lots of plants. So uh, my wife, Cassie, she just got some Christmas uh, ornaments. So these things here are called ornaments and she hung them on uh, this gum tree. And this is like our kind of fake Christmas tree. So this is the most Christmas-like part of the house. <laughs> Maybe we haven't made a good effort with decorations this year. But we have, uh, of course, made a big effort with presents. So we've both been buying each other presents. Um, yeah, spending lots of money, spending lots of time buying presents. But Christmas decorations, which is, uh, yeah, this kind of thing. We haven't spent much time. We just have some ornaments, some ornaments on the tree here. Um, but presents, yeah, my, my family, most of my family live Actually, all of my family live in the UK. So um, what I do is I go on the internet and I go on uh, British websites and I buy things from British websites and then I send them to my family in the UK. Because if you have ever sent a letter or a parcel from Japan all the way to Europe, you'll know that it's very expensive. So I think the easiest way to do it is for me to buy things on uh, UK websites and then send it to them. Um, and also we did the same thing for my wife's family who lives in Hawaii and we sent them some presents uh, from American websites. But yeah, here in Okinawa, um, it's like family wise, it's just me, uh, my wife, uh, two cats and my uh, wife's mother who's my mother-in-law. So we've got her some presents ready to give her on Christmas. Um, but otherwise here in Okinawa, yeah, we haven't needed to buy presents for lots of people. How about you? Have you been Christmas shopping? It can be pretty hard this time of year if you have a 
big family and lots of people to buy presents for, it can be pretty hard. Um, you know, it's a very busy time of year. The shops are crowded um, and everybody is very desperate to buy their presents. And yeah, it can be a pretty difficult time of the year to go shopping, um, which is why I personally do a lot of Christmas shopping online. Um, but I use online shopping a lot anyway, because to be honest, I don't really like shopping at any time. <laughs> I always find shopping to be a bit frustrating, a bit boring. Um, sort of depends what I'm buying. If I go to bookshops, I feel very calm and I like bookshops, but lots of kind of shopping, uh, I don't like it. So anyway, uh, Christmas traditions. I'm just talking about shopping, not about Christmas. So Christmas in the UK, um, you know, for me, the most important thing is the food. And that's what I miss when it comes to Christmas time and I'm not in the UK. It is uh, the food that I really miss. So, um, of course, like Turkey is the central piece. So actually the tradition of Turkey comes from America because turkeys are an American bird. They're an American animal, I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're, they were wild in America before. So in the UK, the tradition used to be um, goose. I think a lot of people would eat goose. Uh, if you don't know what a goose is, it looks like a really big duck. It's not a duck, but it looks like a big duck. Um, they're a very angry bird. You'll see them by the water. Uh, not a swan. Swan is something different. Uh, goose. Yeah, goose has lots of fat. So if you eat them, um, they're quite delicious. They're very big and they have lots of fat. And in the UK, um, I think, yeah, geese. So that's the plural. One goose, two geese. Geese were eaten a lot for Christmas. Maybe some people would eat duck or chicken. Um, and I think also, yeah, just any kind of other meat like pork or something. But I think goose was number one. I don't know because I wasn't around 200 years ago. I'm not too sure. But ever since I've been alive, and I think for a long time, the tradition became turkey. So yeah, America, because, you know, um, the British people who moved to America at the beginning, perhaps they didn't have so many geese, but they did have lots of turkeys in America. So they started uh, eating turkey on Christmas and we kind of brought that tradition over to the UK as well. Um, and turkey is really nice. If you haven't eaten turkey before or if you're not used to it, you might think it's a bit dry because um, compared to chicken, I think it has less fat, so it can be a bit dry. Um, but we always eat Christmas dinner with gravy, which is kind of a brown uh, meat sauce. It's really delicious, very salty, um, but it's also a very wet sauce. You And you don't just put a little bit. It's not like ketchup. You know, when you put ketchup, it's like... But gravy is something that you pour all over the plate. You completely cover your plate um, yeah, you cover all the meat, all the vegetables, the whole plate is covered in gravy. And some people like me really love gravy. So mine sometimes even looks like almost like a soup or something because I put so much gravy. Um, yeah, I really like gravy. So yeah, if you haven't tried it before and if you go to um, like an yeah Western country, I guess the UK 
eats gravy and America and Canada, all the English speaking countries and maybe, yeah, maybe some other European countries too. But I think it's particularly a kind of Anglo culture. Anglo is like the English speaking countries. Um, so yeah, try some gravy with a roast dinner. And that's what Christmas is really, is a roast dinner. And roast means cooked in the oven. So um, for me, one of the really important things is roast potato. I think sometimes Americans have mashed potato with Christmas, but to me, that seems crazy. <laughs> um, because mashed potato is kind of a quick, easy food to make. You know, you boil the potatoes and you mash them. You know, you crush the potatoes. So mashed potato to me is not like a kind of special food. Roast potatoes are a bit more special because they take more time to make roast potatoes. You need to peel the potatoes, which means take the skin off. So you need to peel the potatoes, boil the potatoes, and then roast the potatoes. So there are quite a few steps. It takes a bit of time. So Christmas dinner, in the UK is always uh, with roast potatoes. Maybe there are, I don't think there's anyone having mashed potato for Christmas dinner in the UK. Um, so yeah, Christmas dinner in the UK, usually turkey um, or any other meat you want, but turkey is the main one. Um, roast potatoes, then a, probably a mixture of roasted, like different roasted vegetables. My favorite is a vegetable called parsnip and parsnip looks like a big white carrot. It's a very special, unique flavor, and I really miss it because I have never seen parsnips in Japan. I've never seen this vegetable in Japan, and I've been in Japan for a long time now, so it's been a long time since I ate parsnips. Um, yeah, I wish I could go back to the UK for Christmas this year. Um, one of the main reasons, of course, I want to see my family, but I also really want to eat some roasted parsnips, but they're very hard to find here in Japan. Uh, maybe impossible, I don't know. Maybe they have them somewhere, but I've never seen them. And it's a very particular flavor. There's nothing that's kind of similar to it. You know, you can't really replace it. So yeah, I'd really like to eat some parsnips. If you, if you live in Japan and you know where to buy parsnips, please let me know, I need some. Then another really important part of Christmas dinner is something called stuffing. And stuffing is made from breadcrumbs and then it usually has a mix of herbs. Um, it has some salt and I think it often has a bit of fat as well. I think usually animal fat. I'm not really sure because usually um, people, maybe some people make their own stuffing, but I think a lot of people these days just buy the pre-made stuffing. So if you're in the UK or America or yeah, these other English speaking countries, you go into a shop, you'll see this box of stuffing. And stuffing is something that we eat at other times of year too. So whenever we make a roast dinner in the UK, we usually make stuffing. But yeah, it's something that we always include uh, with, a, with a Christmas dinner too. So this stuffing, like I said, is kind of breadcrumbs mixed with um, herbs and maybe some fat, maybe some salt, things to make it taste good. And then often it is put inside the chicken or inside the turkey, and then that's cooked in the oven. And that's why it's called stuffing, because stuff 
means to push inside something. So, you know, basically this stuffing is stuffed inside the turkey or inside the chicken or inside the goose or whatever uh, bird you're cooking. And then it's cooked inside, which means it takes a lot of the flavor of the meat. So then when you cut open the turkey and you take out the stuffing, um, it's got all this flavor of the meat on there and it's really delicious. <laughs> so then um, you'll have that on the plate with the vegetables, the potatoes, um, stuffing and the meat and then all covered with gravy. And then in the UK, we often have something called Yorkshire pudding. And Yorkshire pudding is not actually a pudding. <laughs> I mean, not a sweet pudding. Um, Yorkshire pudding is made from batter and not butter, batter. Batter is um, basically eggs, uh, flour and water or milk. Um, and that makes batter. So we also, when we make pancakes, we also make batter. So when you mix, yeah, something like flour and milk and eggs together and you create a thin paste to uh, bake things with, we call it batter in English. And um, these Yorkshire puddings, they're made from batter in a similar way to pancakes, but they're not cooked in a frying pan. They are also cooked in the oven, which means they rise a lot. So they become very big and all the edges become crispy, you know, like and the inside is kind of soft and they're perfect for um, catching the gravy, which I keep coming back to. It's the best bit of the dinner. But yeah, Yorkshire puddings, very good for absorbing the gravy and eating the gravy with. Yeah, so Yorkshire puddings are really good. But that's um, particularly a British thing. Um, I think maybe sometimes in Australia and New Zealand, they eat them too. But in America, you don't really see them. Um, yeah, and at Christmas, I don't really know what they do to replace them at Christmas. Maybe they have some other things, but yeah, in the UK it's always um, Yorkshire pudding. And yeah, eating bread with a roast dinner would be very strange. I once spoke to a Japanese person um, who told me here in Japan they had a British roast dinner and they said to me the bread was very good. And I said, well, okay, that wasn't a normal British roast dinner then because I've never eaten bread with a roast dinner in my whole life. That sounds very strange. Um, so yeah, sometimes countries do things a bit different. So yeah, we usually have Yorkshire puddings. Um, so that's Christmas dinner. Um, in the UK, we have a lot of traditional desserts. I think when I've spoken to Americans about this, Christmas dessert is kind of just anything. It's just like whatever they feel like. I think that's what I've heard from a lot of Americans. But in the UK, people always have a Christmas pudding or Christmas cake. And Christmas cake in the UK and in a lot of Europe too, um, is a special kind of cake. So here in Japan, lots of people eat Christmas cake, but they have like chocolate cakes and strawberry cakes and vanilla cakes. But if you search in English on the internet, if you type Christmas cake, so not like in Japanese, but in English, if you type Christmas cake into Google, you'll see that Christmas cake is a particular kind of cake. 
and it's a very heavy cake made with lots of fruit. Um, so I, often children maybe don't really like it because it's um, a little bit bitter because it has lots of like things like orange peel, so like the outside of oranges, and then it has lots of like raisins and things. And then the outside is a like marzipan. So it's that kind of uh, similar to icing, but has kind of an almond flavor. So I think it's a bit more of an adult flavor, like, or yeah, it's a bit more of a cake or more of a flavor that adults would like, I think more than children. Maybe some children like it, but um, yeah, maybe not many. So that's Christmas cake um, in the UK. It's a particular kind of cake. And Christmas pudding is pretty similar. So Christmas pudding is also a cake made with lots of dried fruit, but Christmas pudding is um, cooked differently. It's usually cooked in a pot that's boiled. So Christmas cake is cooked in an oven and then, you know, you put the icing on after and it's served room temperature. But Christmas pudding is cooked in a pot, like in the water. So it's boiled, it's like boiled in, like it's not touching the water, but it's heated by hot water. And then usually you eat it while it's still hot. You serve it and then you eat it quite often with custard. And custard um, is something that's quite different in other countries. So again, here in Japan, when I see custard, it's more like custard cream and it's kind of thick and it might be um, inside donuts or it might be um, yeah, inside some kind of Japanese sweets. But in the UK, custard is a runny sauce and by runny, I mean, it's like uh, lots of liquid, it's very wet, and it's something that you heat in a pan. So you buy a powder and then you add milk and then you cook it in a pot and you make it very uh, hot and then you pour it over things. So similar to gravy, there's a lot of it. You get like a Christmas pudding or something, and then you pour it all over. Yeah, maybe, um, yeah, on, on the podcast, you won't be able to see the video, but for the YouTube people, uh, I will add some pictures because I've explained a lot of um, difficult kind of foods and things today. So I'll put some images so you can see what I mean. But even though I put the images, it's still good to listen to the explanation because these kinds of things are difficult to explain in a second language. So if you want to talk about food in English, Perhaps you can learn a lot of words that I've just used that you can use to talk about not just British food, but also uh, foods in your own country. So yeah, pay attention to the kind of vocabulary I use when I talk about textures and flavors of foods, because this kind of thing can be very useful. Uh, so food, okay. I've managed to talk for quite a long time now about Christmas traditions, uh, food, presents, decorations. What else is important in Christmas? Ah, Christmas movies. So yeah, there's a, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of Christmas movies out there. Um, I think when I was growing up, um, the one I really liked to watch was The Muppets Christmas Carol. So Christmas Carol is a Charles Dickens book. It's a very famous old book about Christmas. It's about a man called Scrooge and Scrooge 
is very tight. That means he doesn't like to spend his money and he lives by himself. He doesn't like talking to people. Um, he doesn't like giving things. He's a very kind of like greedy, lonely, rich man. Um, and Christmas Carol is a story of how he gets visited by ghosts and the ghosts tell him that um, if you don't learn to love, if you don't learn to be nice, then you know your life will not be very good and you will die all by yourself. So Christmas Carol is like a story of like how we should be more generous, be more happy, be more friendly. And uh, so that's the traditional book, but the Muppets, who are kind of these uh, funny puppets made by Jim Henson, like perhaps, you know, come at the frog. Um, yeah, Muppets Christmas Carol is a movie I watched a lot when I was younger. I don't know if it's the most famous Christmas movie, but it's one that I liked a lot. I think a lot of people like to watch Home Alone because um, Home Alone is kind of a funny uh, Christmas story about a boy who gets left alone at Christmas time and he has to fight these bad people, these burglars trying to break into his house. It's a very funny story. You've probably seen it before. Um, what else? Yeah, there's lots of famous Christmas movies. Um, my mum really likes uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And that's a really funny uh, old Christmas movie. <laughs> I recommend that one. And my wife really likes, um, what's it called? Elf. And Elf is a bit of a newer one, but it's very funny. It's about a human who has grown up with Santa and he thinks he's an elf. You know, elf are the, elves are the people who help Santa to make the toys. And this guy is actually a human, but he thinks he's an elf. And then Santa sends him to the normal world and he doesn't know anything. He's very ignorant about the normal world, but he's very excited about everything. He's a very happy guy, and it's, yeah, it's quite a funny movie. So if you want to see a funny Christmas movie, I think that's a good one. Um, what else is a good Christmas movie? And also, these days, um, there are a lot of people who try to say that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Um, you know, normally Christmas movies have a nice message about love or family. But Die Hard, of course, is, you know, Bruce Willis trying to kill a bunch of terrorists. Um, but they, because it's on Christmas Day, there are now lots of people that say, hey, Die Hard is a Christmas movie too. And they've made that a bit of a Christmas tradition. But I don't know, what do you think? It's a bit funny. Um, I think it might be Christmas movies that have influenced the way that Asia sees Christmas. So here in Japan, and I think in a lot of other Asian countries, people treat Christmas a bit like Valentine's. So Christmas is really a time here in Japan and in other Asian countries for like boyfriends and girlfriends to be together. But in Western countries, so in Europe and America and yeah, Australia and New Zealand, uh, Christmas is um, Definitely not like a ro romantic time. I mean, maybe it is for some people, but the normal tradition is family. So actually, it's kind of not romantic because if you have a boyfriend and a girlfriend, they'll probably need to separate at Christmas because the boyfriend will need to go to his family, the girlfriend will need to go to her family, and you know they won't even see each other on Christmas. 
Maybe if they've been boyfriend and girlfriend for a long time, they might go and introduce their family. But normally you go and see your own family at Christmas time. So it's not really a romantic time. It's more of a family time, which yeah, here in Japan would be more like New Year's. So here on New Year's Day at the end of the year, that's kind of the big family time. But I think for many Western countries, it's Christmas. That's when we really want to see our families. So yeah, I wanted to see my family this Christmas. I would have liked to have gone back to the UK, but uh, because of the coronavirus pandemic, I can't go back to the UK, so I'll be here in Japan. But it's okay, it means I get to spend some time with uh, my wife's family instead. Um, but yeah, maybe next year. <laughs> hopefully next year the pandemic has died down and hopefully I can go back and visit them uh, again, but who knows. Uh, but yeah, uh, the reason I said I think movies have influenced um, Asia's idea of Christmas is because these days, yeah, the older Christmas movies have a lot of family theme, but for some reason a lot of modern Christmas movies are just about couples, they're about love, and they make it look like Christmas is this really romantic time. I don't know why that is, but yeah, a lot of newer Christmas movies just seem to be about love and romance and young couples. Um, which I think is a bit of a shame because it's not really the real point of Christmas. Uh, but some of them are fun, who knows. <laughs> anyway, so I'll wrap it up here. So I managed to talk for a long time. Like I said, Christmas is a big topic. So this is my Christmas present to you, an extra special long listening episode. I hope it wasn't too long and too boring. So any of you who made it all the way to the end, thank you very much for listening <laughs> for me talk for such a long time. Hopefully it was useful for you. Like I said, maybe you could learn some new vocabulary and the natural way to talk about lots of Christmas themed topics. So anyway, as usual, if you're listening to the podcast, please uh, review and uh, yeah, what else can you do on there? <laughs> review and follow. If you're uh, watching the YouTube version, then please subscribe and like and comment. Yeah, and please everybody comment and let me know what you're doing for Christmas and let me know what the traditions are like in your country. You know, let me know if things that I've said are different from what you do in your country. I'm very interested, so everybody let me know. Okay, thank you all very much, and yeah, I will see you all back here next time.